0: we start dropping and going sideways and he's turning doing sideways turns and what am i thinking oh shit, we're going down right this whole plane's going down this is not going to happen hey this is blake sloan i've been selling real estate over 14 years our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the myrtle beach area and this is how we do it i really want to focus on the top three things that are important for us right now to to focus on the front end, as well as once they're signing and working with them before an offer, right? You guys with me on this? And I think it's just a a very gentle reminder, but it's something I've noticed I think that's costing money that can be a very easy click for pretty much anyone uh, to do, right? And the number one focus you need to focus on more than scripts or anything else is number one, the thing that's most important I think to, to buyers and sellers right now, is number one is connection, right? What do you think that means? I see this on the seller side, I see on the buyer side and we see a lot of times where one person can't convert somebody, but the next person can, right? Or something that may be a, a, a laydown. It seems like a laydown doesn't get converted on the back end. I think one of the things you notice is this word here that's lacking. Sometime is connection. And so I don't, I can have the best presentation, the best product, the best namesake, the best everything with 650 plus reviews. But if I don't have this right here, there's not going to be any business being done. There's not going to be any money being made. The one thing I want you guys to take from this part here in the connection is that they got to feel you. They got to feel you and your connection to them and your connection that you care about them to get to that outcome. And that gives you permission where you can go deeper and stronger, where I can collide with my client. Why? Because they know that I do what? I care about them. But I can't do that until I can go deep enough with them where they can feel me. How do I do that? Listener, number one, right? Right. It, it, there's a lot of work to it. First part is you got to actually care, which is important. And so one of the things I do, especially if I'm listening or whatever it is, I, I do something that's important. What do you think it is? Like when I'm talking with them. Name. I, I go deep enough with them early enough until I can find something that I can relate to that I like. And so it's genuine and true at that point. Where are you from? I'm from North Carolina. Where at? Greensboro, North Carolina. Holy s***. My good friend Jason Brainlett lives in North Carolina. He sells real estate. Have you heard of him before? No, but guess what we have now? A connection through my buddy Jason, who I like and care about, who now lives in Greensboro. And now we have a genuine connection based on that feeling I have for Jason. And so when I'm able to find those, not only do they like that when I can find the relatability through them, but I can actually feel that because now I look at them as somebody like Jason. And so it's just something I learned to do. If they Baseball, whatever it is, I'm finding somebody who likes baseball that I connect with about talking about baseball, but it's not just about talking about baseball, so what? They can feel me in regards to me caring about them and what they do, and it's genuine. And I think that's something that's super important to make sure that we're doing. And this comes all the way to what? We talked about this last week. I said something to you about it. Tonality. Oh, yeah, being yeah. with him. And, and the cross was there's nailing the script, nailing the script, oh, nailing yeah, the script. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I was going at him, what happened? He would get so close and they wouldn't close. And I told him the reason is, is the tonality is combative on the phone. It's not from a connection standpoint. All right, okay, yeah. And one of the most viable things I've ever done when I would make hundreds and hundreds of thousands of calls is whenever I call them, In New Jersey, they were my best bros. Or, if it's an older couple, I was their grandson in Myrtle Beach, connection-wise. Is this Miss Mary? Hey, Miss Mary, it's Blake from Myrtle Beach, how you doing? And that tonality, they could feel me, so there was a deeper connection, and ultimately, what's that lead to? Trust Trust and loyalty, if it's non-local. And so I got a battle right now, especially if it's a non-local who's not in town yet, to be that connection where they just, there's something about you they like on the telephone. And it's gotta be the connection they feel, aka tonality, and it's gotta be relatability. No matter what it is. You're from New Jersey? Oh my God, my great friend Rob lives in New Jersey. He's right outside the city. How far are you outside the city? And now what do we have? Connection here on whatever that is. I type my notes in, which no one seems to want to do, right? New Jersey, they're near the turnpike, whatever it is. And so now, when I call Miss Mary back two weeks from now, what happens? You have a story. I have a story that is more important for who? For them. For them, but really more important for me, because now I go back to the place of my connection with Miss Mary and how we talked about her being near where Rob is at. And all of a sudden, when I call Miss Mary again, guess what happens? We're deeply connected. Because of that connection we had the first time. And guess what I'm doing with her? Reminding her about the first connection we had the first time. And after about two or three of those, guess what happens to Miss Mary? She opens up and she feels that connection too. Now who's in charge of that? I am. I have to lead this charge of connection. Starts tonality, then it goes to relatability, then it goes to really my follow-up and how I connect with them. And so the question asked, and, I, and Chris said, you know, what's the best way to, to do that? And who should I listen to and study? And I said, what? Myself. Yourself. That's it. Because I can hear it. The problem is you can't hear it because you're an eater. You're, you're worried about what words you're saying next. You're worried about what's happening with well, the script. And no matter how good the script is, if there's not this connection and they can feel you, there's not going to matter, anything's going to matter at all. This is all the way through when I'm writing offers, when I'm showing properties, all this stuff is. And that's why you can have one person, who can show property, or you can have it as your client, you hand them off to somebody else, they show them property, and what are the person say? I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I didn't like that guy or that girl. What well, does it come down to? It comes down to connection in how they feel and how you're able to get into that connection and rapport with them. We happen this a lot on the listing side. We diagnose what happened, we go through it, right, and ultimately there's just small things that they create a story that may or may not be the truth about what it is. Joe will call, do a follow-up, and all of a sudden they say, well, you know, so-and-so just didn't feel like they cared about my house enough. They didn't they didn't really seem that that interested in my house. And ultimately we were interested in the house because we're there, we're trying to sell it, but what's more important? The connection to them and so they feel who I am and a lot of that's also to do with your energy, which we'll talk about in a little bit, and it has to do with your posture and really are you paying attention solely to them in that aspect does that make sense you guys and so this is true what on the telephone the tonality face to face with my energy face to face and how my posture and my, my energy is if i'm you know jumping around and i'm really fidgety and my legs moving all this stuff what happens to my connection it's off and there's something in their mind that they don't trust about you they can't put their finger on it but it comes down to this and so be aware of your aura and be aware of your connection the words that you're using to make sure you're connecting with it. and i think my biggest trick or secret or gift is finding something I connect with them about, and then we truly connect and they can feel that because I do care, right? That's my number one goal, and here's the thing. The job becomes easier for me at that point because I actually do care about them, and I do like them. If I'm working with somebody I don't like or don't really care about, the job kinda sucks. So the key there is what? Lead with connection. You guys with me on that? Super important. Number two, this is a a second part of that. I gotta lead, I gotta contribute. AKA lead with contribution, what do you think that means? What's that mean? I've got to contribute when I'm calling a and following up and working with him. Okay, what will that be? I've got to bring some tangible value. What do you think that may be? A lot of times it's going to be an update, story, or property. Or something that can bring them value in that regard. And one of the things I wrote down is that most people come across when they're following back up of this energy of will you buy with me or will you sell with me. And so we want to switch that energy around a little bit to the, 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 the value or the, the energy of contribution of bringing value. Hey, Miss Miriam, Blake from Myrtle Beach, how are you doing? I was thinking about you this morning and just want to follow up and see how you're doing and see how things are going with you guys up there. And to see if there's anything that I can do on online to make your search any better or any easier. It's a whole different energy than what? Buy some from me. Will you buy some shit from me? Did you get the email I sent you? Right? Are you coming down here to buy something or not? Right? Same thing on the seller side. Right? I'm calling back to say, hey, John, Mary... You know, how you doing this, Blake? You know, we met a few weeks ago, just following back up to see how life's going. I was thinking about you this morning, had your name on my desk right here, and just wanted to see how things are going, if you guys have made, you know, any updates or whatever the situation is. I'm not talking about necessarily doing that. Now, if I also have somebody in my bucket, I'm calling with value, which is really, like I mentioned, some type of property, something that came on the, the, the market. Hey, did you see that new property that came on the market on Main Street? That's a bringing part of contribution to who I am to the conversation because what's going to happen if I'm coming from the energy of will you buy something for me? After I do that once or twice? Or the same box, same box to everyone else which is true. What else? They're not going to answer the phone. They're going to ghost you because why? Wow, they feel uncomfortable from an energetic standpoint of what's happening. And so I got to make sure I'm pushing there in that aspect because. Here's the third thing that I had that's important, I think, that we got to look at, is everyone wants to buy, but what? Everyone wants to buy, but no one wants to be sold. So that's why we train so much on seduction, the process. We've been through this over and over and over, but it's an important reminder to say, look, here's the deal. I've got to find a way to help them be able to buy and go through the process of buying and check the right boxes off to help have them feel like they're buying on their terms and their decision to get there this is done through a series of pre-frames it's done through a series of questioning and guiding them based on their pain so they come to the outcome themselves we spent weeks training on this if you want to know more go to the sloan training site there's pieces of that on there but that's the key part to remember we talked about in regards to what we have and so that's the key thing i was looking at in that aspect and so the, the, the lack of con- contribution here is what leads to a lot of buyers and sellers being annoyed with real estate agents because they're just calling, 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 right? Hey, you know, and we're, we're coming as a machine, especially when y'all get on the dialer and you listen to your tonality and how you're calling people and talking to them, you're just hitting the numbers off versus slowing down, feeling them, having them feel you and coming from a place of contribution. Now, it doesn't mean I can't look at one property and call 10, 15 people with it. But I got to bring something to the table of value so that they won't answer the phone with me or work with me or see me again in regards to that aspect. And so that's the key part there in that aspect. And I wanted you guys to just think about how do I summarize these things up here? Is there summarized really in, in one thing? It's true human connection. Because there's no script or anything else or process that I can really help you guys that will overcome that or we can't role play that over and over and over and over until they can feel that from you guys is it easy to do that nope is there days that you have really shitty days and you have three deals fall apart and you wrote up five offers and none got accepted and all this shit happens and what do we tend to naturally do we project that on somebody else people can see that shit on you from a mile away and they can feel your energy in regards to how you operate Okay, and so the important part is how do I make sure I have that in the aspect? And so the last part I talked about: the greatest salespeople are focusing on one thing right now, and that thing is the bond. What do you think that means? What do you think that ultimately summarizes into? Much as possible. Consistently, right? Anybody you want to have. Austin's my guy. You got to call Austin. When they're with you, they're so loyal to you and you're so connected to you when they're getting hit up by every other real estate agent, every part-time realtor who's a waiter and their bartender and everything else that they're telling everybody, look, Austin's my guy. Amanda's my girl, whatever it is, that they're so connected to you that it's going to one, sustain the competition that's in the marketplace right now. And number two, they're not going to turn on you when one or two offers don't get accepted. Life's going to most likely happen. And it comes down to constantly feeling a connection that bond. And here's the thing. You'll get tough clients, right? you get tough clients who they're not going to be easy to work with. They're going to demand, right? And when they text us or they call us, what do we do? Answer them right, right back, right? Because what happens if we don't? They doubt, creeps. They go. doubt creeps in. Doubt creeps in. And you go from being the person who's a rock star who they trust and doing everything and so all of a sudden, that bond is lost. And I went through this example this week with someone who had nothing to do with Patrick's fall. He did everything to the minute. He submitted the offer within 10 minutes of the first time that she signed from DocuSign to the agent. He called the agent, and then the agent ghosted him for three days. Right? And Patrick called. He even got the broker. But the difference there and what happened when things went sideways is what was lost the bond was lost between the client because her doubt crept in, all this stuff happened. And the best example I can ever tell y'all is anytime there's open space that's not filled with some form of pre-frame or you don't respond to them, when some turbulence happens, their mind, in in their mind, they're going down, the plane's And I gave you guys the example of having great pilots, right? And I fly a lot for business or certain things. Anytime they tell me, hey, look, we're taking off, expect a pretty smooth flight, there will be some turbulence as we raise up. Don't worry about it. i going to try to fly around it. Uh, when it happens, we'll put the seatbelt on, right? Then what happens is guy gets on the, the, the intercom and says, hey, look, I just put the seatbelt on. Uh, we're going to probably go through a little turbulence. Probably five, ten minutes we will be okay. So when the turbulence hits, what do I think? Not afraid. Right. No big deal, right? And my biggest aha was when we were leaving Key West um, last year. I don't know what it was for. Uh, maybe two years ago. I told you guys this story. It was a pretty clear day. We take off. Pilot doesn't say Doesn't say anything the whole time. And all of a sudden, what happens? Turbulence. Turbulence, And we start dropping and going sideways, and he's turning, doing sideways turns. And what am I thinking? Oh, shit, we're going down. Right? (laughs) This whole plane's going down. This is not going to happen. Right? And ultimately, it just kept going on and on. And guess what? What you heard uh, people talking about? Nothing. There wasn't a word said the whole time because people are white knuckle holding on to the thing. Right? And ultimately, who owned that? The pilot, from a, a service standpoint, could have easily got on there in the front end and say, hey look, got some turbulence, we're having fun up here, pretty cool for us, right? But us in the back is thinking, hey look, this plane, which is super safe, which is safer than driving, who have two well-experienced pilots up front, is crashing. And guess how much trust I had in that pilot at that point? None. Because the space of uncertainty consumed my mind. It's the same thing that your clients are doing every single day you're leaving them in space. And so the question is, how much am I leaving my clients in space that's costing me this bond right here? Because you better believe they're searching online, they're calling people, they're talking to other agents. And this lady that was talking to, he's done everything too. All of a sudden she's messaging him, I'm calling the seller. I'm finding the seller. Do I need to go look at this with other agents? And all of a sudden it's unraveling from a bond standpoint based on nothing, right? And so that's just one little small example. I don't want to get into just that part, but I wanted to just kind of hit on that and how easy that bond can get lost. It happens over and over and over. And so I want you guys to be hyper aware of where am I leaving space open and how is that biting me from an offer uh, written to offer accepted standpoint. And here's one thing that I think I'm very good at that I just understand the psychology of just doing this for so long. Even with the next lady I got on the phone, said, here's the deal. Him and I both are working our ass off on this. I talked to him this time, this time, and this time he sent me an itemized breakdown of everything we've done. And here's the deal. I want you to know today I'm calling her as soon as I get off, texting her, and I'm working on this and I'm going to keep you updated. Anything that happens, I will let you know. In the meantime, don't worry. And so what am I doing there? I'm stopping that. I'm pre-framing to stop that uncertainty and I'm covering that space ahead of time. And so what it does, it relieves that pressure from her mind or whoever's mind it is to keep that from unraveling and I'm containing that with a container of a preframe. Does that make sense? And so get good at that. And Even if you don't know what to do and what's going on, hey look I don't know what the hell this agent is doing. That's why I told her, look I don't know what the hell is going on. Her husband might cheat on her, he might have gotten left, something's weird not answered the phone for three days, but I guarantee one thing I'll get to the bottom of it and figure out what it is. And so that's what switched that back and obviously there's more to that puzzle but i want you guys to just think about am i staying a deep connection from us i think the the number one most important thing is the number one connection and it has to do with the telephone it has to do with with, with up front and joe and i are talking about this a lot you can have the best ever but it comes down to likability they like you like the way you look like the way you dress like the way you talk and the way you come across and so you've got to make sure you play that game to win from a connection standpoint. And the fastest way to that is through relatability.